Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters, the movie. At first, I didn't believe it either, but the gods of Olympus are real, and sometimes these gods have children with humans. They're called Half-Bloods. I'm one. I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood. Join us as we journey back through a childhood favorite series. And see what lessons we can learn as adults from these books that meant so much to us as kids. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. You see why I had to start with that. I do. Bad ass. It's so bad. Why on earth? Like, yeah. Logan Lerman, not a bad actor, but no one could pull off those words. Not a soul. <laughs> I love Logan Lerman so much. He did not deserve this. I, I know. Me too, but he, he, he did not do great in this movie. Mm. Okay, then. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think, I, I don't think to, the, to his fault. I just Listen, think it's so... He's a white boy of the decade and no one can take that time. I just think it's so hard to act. Well, that, but I think it's... <laughs> I, I think it's very, very hard to act a script that doesn't give back to you, you know? No, I agree. Yeah. I okay, but you know what I think is very funny, and one of the like right out the gate, one of the biggest things I noticed about this movie was that apparently they can't have both Pierce Brosnan and Stanley Tucci in the same movie. They said one or the other. Do you really think that that was the rule? They were like, "Oh, we got Stanley I, Tucci to play Dionysus. No, we have to get rid of Pierce Brosnan." No, now. no, no, no. I think more for a movie like that. They can't have both. <laughs> Morally. I mean, I mean, I mean, we'll talk about it, but they, they get point. they get they get away with a, a lot more famous people than they should. No, but like it would have been it would it would just have been a crime to have those two people in the same movie and the movie still not be good. That's true. So That's the universe true. said yeah. sorry. The universe <laughs> take said one. Sorry. Take one, not the other. Yeah. Anyways, welcome to Return to Camp Half-Blood. Oh, right. Hi. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hi, Hello, guys. Everyone. If you haven't figured it out yet, we're talking about the movie. Not even the first movie that is, like, n- enjoyable for, like, nostalgic purposes. This one's just a movie. <laughs> Can I bad. say, I think this one is a little nostalgic for me as well, but only the montage scene. I was going to say only the beginning. They're, they're, this is nostalgic <laughs> to me for, like, a different reason. Yeah. I do remember seeing this movie. In th- Wait, okay. First time we all saw this movie. Mine I was, in- was, I saw it opening day. Like this, I saw the premiere of this wow. movie in theaters. I did wow. not. I saw I it in my not. family room. Oh, like, I, I think I got it in Redbox or something. Or oh like, my God. I think I saw it the same way. Yeah. I remember sitting in my family room and being so disappointed. <laughs> oh. oh no. I saw the, this movie in theaters uh, with, my family and my brother's best friends and one of my best friends at the time, we were wearing, uh, not Return to Camp Half-Blood shirts, Camp Half-Blood shirts, <laughs> but you can get a Return to Camp Half-Blood shirt on Redbubble. <gasps> Quick plug. Ooh, <laughs> I did, not to keep plugging, but I did take a lot of notes for this movie and I took them in my Return to Camp Half-Blood <gasps> oh, uh, wow. notebook. Aww. Um, Can I say that I still am not 100% sure which one of the silhouettes we are? I will, I, th- cut, the, I will cut this out, but this is me. 
<gasps> this, oh. this is this is Ava and this is Neve. Oh really? I thought it was the opposite. Cool. This okay. is where I took notes. <laughs> this is where I took notes. <laughs> the good and welfare of Phi Sigma Sigma. <sighs> uh, all right. So oh before we before we get into uh so what we're gonna do is we are going to skim through the movie and talk about it chronologically. Um, but before we get into that, yeah. I I think it's it's Neve, maybe. Oh, are you gonna make Neve? her summarize Absolutely the whole? Fucking I not. Would like Neve Absolutely to, fucking no, not. No, it's not a thirty second. We remember we did this for Lightning Thief. I'm like sixty percent sure we did this for Lightning Thief. Six. Uh, you can have a, a minute. Grade. No, a I'm minute. sorry, I can't do this. <laughs> I cannot write all. You have. You were able to do it. I I simply cannot. I cannot write all this madness down. Um, so here's the gag is when I watched the movie, I fell asleep before the end. <laughs> Ava didn't even finish. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I've, I've watched the full movie before multiple times. The time that I watched it for this episode, though, I fell asleep right before the end. Um, <laughs> all right. I, I, I don't think I'm the best. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Okay. But I'm going to get through like... So little of it, even in only a minute. You 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 can be you can be much more vague than we are for the the. Okay, the, I, I'm the gonna try and part. write down something really quickly. Oh, you know what? I Fuck almost it. said. Fuck it. Go ahead. I yeah. almost said it for one second. <laughs> you. <I'm happy. laughs> All right. Please give a one second recap of this hour and forty six minute film. Tyson, okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have one whole minute, Dang. which is a gen, which is generous because we it normally get thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so generous. <laughs> uh, All right, three, two, one, action. Okay, Fall Out Boy is playing. <laughs> we are at a scary ass rock climbing scene that we burned into my brain forever. Um, what should I? Okay, so um, then Percy talks about Talia which doesn't really make any sense, but he talks about Talia and they're like, they recount the story of like how she died. Um, and then, uh, and then they like basically recap the first movie a little bit because they want to make sure everyone's on the same page. And then Tyson comes back. I mean, Tyson shows up um, and he is revealed to be like Percy's brother and like the son of Poseidon. Um, and then, uh, oh, and then the camp gets attacked um, and they realize that Talia's tree is poisoned and they need to go, on a quest to get the golden fleece everything that's happening is normal um mr d like there is no i I can't even remember his name but like mr d chooses clarice which doesn't make anyways mr d (laughs) chooses clarice to um go on the quest and then fuck like that was only like the first 30 minutes (laughs) that was i do like that you spent spent 15 seconds of your minute talking about the rock climbing wall I mean, that's because what I think it's the most. In- it's the only good part of the movie. I was going to say, I think it is. That was fully necessary. It was the most important part. That's true. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, where did I leave off? They where get did you the leave quest. Off? They, they get a quest. Um, and then they go in the taxi. And then yep. they meet Hermes. And then mm-hmm. they on the boat. And <laughs> they on the boat. Um, <laughs> and then they on another boat. Yeah. And then another boat. Yeah. 
<laughs> boat to boat. Honestly, guy, that kind of is both the movie and the book. They get on boat and then another boat. And then, then another, another boat. boat. <laughs> Wait, we are forgetting a big thing. They are eaten. <laughs> oh, but they were eaten. Oh, They're eaten God. when in one boat and then being eaten leads them to another boat. <laughs> it's yep. always the boats. It's always the boats. It's a laboot. <laughs> the boats. Oh. I and and then also um Tyson. Oh my god. Can we talk about how he looks so different as a, this is going to sound absolutely dense, but let me explain. He looks so different with one eye. Let me That's let me I- interest I please explain. Let's unpack that. Okay. <laughs> like so, he looks like he he has um more less eyes than two like no that's why i said i'm gonna sound absolutely dense let me let me elaborate he just straight up looks like he that's not gonna help is it i was gonna say he looks like he has a completely different facial structure but no he looks like his face shape is different his nose looks different and his mouth the layout of his face aside from the number of eyes he has just looks completely different and it really threw me when he got his sprayable mist which um rubbed me the wrong way that someone attacked him with it like pepper spray but anyway um like he, he he looks like a completely different facially constructed person. Okay, I feel that. I want I I want you guys to know that I, I watched this with my family. Um, my family would not watch this with me if I paid them. <laughs> and my yeah, mom too. genuinely asked if Logan Lerman was playing both Percy and Tyson. <laughs> like until he had two eyes, like with the sunglasses and one eye. Like they have this. Like I can see it. Like they have the same nose and mouth. And like their yeah. own face shape, and I was like, "Good brother casting." Yeah. Oh. Yeah. With two eyes, they look nothing alike, though. True. See, there it is. <laughs> there it is, right <laughs> from the horse's mouth. Speaking of the horse's mouth, the fact that they recast Chiron, I think oh, it's funny. Yes. Pierce Brosnan was like, "Peace, I'm not doing this again." <laughs> <gasps> All right, going through the movie, we start off with. The t- Talia story? <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't like, know. that's... So, like, yes, we like this was supposed to be covered in the last book. But then th- t- the whole fact that it's Talia's tree doesn't matter to the entire film until the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And also Talia is, like, eight. She is eight. She is eight. <laughs> when she's eight. <laughs> when she's eight. <laughs> when she eight. Also, I can't see anything in this first scene. That's so real. Yeah. Like, it's so dark. Like, we're skimming True. through it now. And I don't see a single thing. True. And the monologue, opening monologue, so stupid. It is so stupid. Just bad. And her tree protects my home. Oh, and then we have the most iconic scene. We've been talking about it for this entire book. I think once an episode. It's so good. It's the... Is it even good? Or is it just the only sort of good scene in this movie? Which is a low bar. It is a low bar. I, I just have to say, like, even watching it this... Again, this is the second time I've watched this movie is watching it for this podcast. Oh, I wow. saw it in theaters and then I never watched it again. Really? I, I did. Was, when this started happening, I was just as hype as I was when this movie came out. 
I think it was more hype. I, I truly do because I remembered how iconic it was. Very good. The song. I just like, I think this is what started me thinking Clarice is so badass. I agree. Was the montage. I think that that's why I like her so much is because like I saw the movie and was like, oh my God. She's killer. Like, well, freaking love her. My favorite part, though, was when they introduced Clarice. It's so artificial because they're like, oh, fuck. Clarice yeah. now looks like Annabeth looked in the last movie. And Annabeth looks like a different person because she's blonde now. So yeah. how do we make sure people know that this is Clarice and a different person, even though they have the same personality in these movies? Yeah, I don't know why they chose mm. to combine Annabeth and Clarice into, like, basically one character because then... You know, like, they probably thought they were going to get a sequel out of this. Yeah. And Clarice is such an integral part of this book. Like, why was that move made? <laughs> Just so yeah. weird. They could have so cast weird. one more person. Like, they could have paid one more actor. They didn't even need to include Clarice in the seat. Like, Clarice was important in Lightning Thief. But they could have cut her out. Just made Annabeth, like, actually act like Annabeth and not a weird meld of Clarice and Annabeth. So mm-hmm. then they would not have this confusing thing in the sea of monsters movie because then Mm -hmm. in this movie annabeth's character is so messed up that she's just not in this movie you know yeah annabeth does nothing this entire movie except die yeah except die and be even more cyclops racist than she was in the book did anyone else notice that (laughs) oh no yeah i mean i think like her her issues are less consistent in the movie but when they're there they're there you know right (laughs) <laughs> like she just, doesn't I, she's say it every doing, other scene but she's just doing times. very little else in this it's movie. true it's true oh also did either of you watch buffy no so chiron is is the is giles from buffy the vampire slayer and i hadn't watched that when i originally watched this movie obviously but when i watched this movie i went is that giles from buffy the vampire slayer why is he in this movie Where's Pierce Bronson? Yeah, that's always a good question. And why, if they were going to change the character, why couldn't they make the horse white? Right. Oh. Right. There was a lot of white in this movie, though. That's true. That's really damn true. Mm-hmm. Also, this fashion in this shot we're looking at right now is just the most 2000 shit. Oh, yeah. Really? This is the... Uh, like that jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grover and Annabeth in their in their sports jacket. And everyone in the background too is just raw. like look at that girl on the left with the pink like oh, skirt I see shorts. Her. But yeah, it's just so two thousands. I can't. Yeah. Also, so I hate to say like I wish it was at this point in the movie that I realized this, but it was later. Why is Grover here? Oh, I know. But it's a why th- is Grover here? It took it took time, me a I while. It took me a. I mean. I have to say because Grover was the we 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 watched the first movie. Uh Grover was very enjoyable in the first movie and I have to say he's enjoyable in this one too. Yeah. Like movie Grover, very different character, but but holds a, a great spot in my heart. No, I know. I kind of like I missed him. <laughs> like in the book, I was like I was kind of happy that they deviated from the plot in that way even though it's like it's so important but i was still like oh like i'm glad he's here i was glad too but also like it 
it, it kind of makes like Percy and Annabeth and like, I guess Grover just by association, the fact that he's here, it just makes them look like, like more annoying in my opinion. I because agree. Because in the book, in the book, they had a reason to be angry about not going on this quest because Percy was like, holy Ooh. fuck, my friend's in danger. Like, let yeah. me go. Like, I need to go save him. Like, I know where he is and he's in danger. But now that Grover's here, they're just like, I don't get the gun. <laughs> <laughs> and it just seems like a little, like, it just makes them look like a little more annoying. Like, they really just don't want Clarice to have a good time. So I don't know. It just like, it gave them more, mo- Grover not being there and like what he was going through made them more motivation to sneak away from camp and like be angry that they weren't chosen to go on this quest and now it just looks like "Hmm." (laughs) i wanted to go i know i agree and like because there were four of them and not three of them for a lot of it it was like none of them individually got enough time so i feel like not a single character did anything in this movie besides clarice besides clarice i really i actually really loved movie clarice me too. She and was I cool. Think, she I was just, the only I, character I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I liked her and I like Dionysus, but that's just because I feel like Stanley Tucci, like, this man can take a terrible script and make it sound good. And for yes. that, I just have such immense respect. I also noticed that Stanley Tucci mm-hmm. is very funny. He's so funny. I mean, like, I have stand this man. <laughs> oh, that's funny because that's his name. And- um, But I've... I've <laughs> I just love this man for so many years. Like, I just think he's so talented. Like, Oscars for him, you know? Oscars for Sam. Also, what is this Tyson reveal? Yeah. Um, I, I don't like, like it. it. <laughs> They're like, Tyson just wandered into camp. It's like, he's that's here now. Fair. He's your brother. Like, th- like, the first third of this book is like, who's Tyson? Oh, he's your brother. Let's take time. Let's deal with it. Yeah, it's and a big then, reveal. Then it's like, here's Tyson. Here's your brother. And then Percy's like, I don't want Tyson as my brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, there is nothing subtle. Yeah. Also, it just, oh, I'm going to say that again as I said <laughs> Also, I feel like the script writers just didn't take one chance to make them seem like less annoying. Like, I feel like every single time they had a chance to make these characters annoying and like people that you don't really like they were like it's time to do it like what yeah like Clarice just like I don't want you as a brother Mm." (laughs) there's just no reasoning behind it yeah true and then he puts on sunglasses and it's okay I thought he looked like Medusa he does like movie Medusa because he has this this, these weird like white boy dreads yeah yeah I was like, I think they're trying to show that he, like, grew up in the wild, but, like. Yeah, like, he just has, like, really matted hair. I don't know. He did look. It was very funny. I was like, is this Uma Thurman? Is she back? (laughs) (laughs) She is not. (laughs) I. She is. Also, this weird Chris Rodriguez thing. Yeah, why is he so important? <laughs> like, because in the they're like, hey, Chris, are you coming? And he's, he's like, like no, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> in the most, like, evil villain way. It's yeah. like, no, I'm good. It was like, we just did this with Luke last time. Yeah, like, it's like Luke Castell and who? Like, the real villain is Chris Rodriguez. And then he shows up later, captures Grover, and then never seen again, is implied to have been eaten. I don't know. Maybe he was. I feel like I remember him dying. I'm going to be honest. The bull is kind of really cool. Oh my god, I know. The way they animated the bull was like absolutely epic to me. 
Yeah. I, like, the CGI is not the worst part of it. It's actually, like, one of the best aspects. It's say, one of the best parts of the movie. CGI is probably the best part of this movie. Besides the, obviously the spent obstacle. All, besides the obstacle, obviously. <laughs> they obviously spent all their money on CGI designers and, and not, not writers. script writers. They didn't have they enough said, money to pay Pierce Brosnan for the second movie. <laughs> they said, let's have the actors read, like, the Wikipedia summary of this book and then improv it. True, they were like interpretive, like acting. But honestly, I wish it was like okay. that. Me too. I need to mention something. Yes. Luke fucking died at the end of Lightning. Like he didn't, but it was yeah. heavily implied this man died. Yeah. Did you remember he like, punched him off a building? They did. They did <laughs> like, throw him off a building. <laughs> I remember when we watched the movie at the end of it I was like this man is dead like this man has died yeah like why then, did he live and then he comes back and he's like next time you drown someone make sure they're dead I'm it's like, like you were punted off a building yeah it's a river. like there was no way like you also, didn't even like, get drowned like there is no way you were alive why do we need this moment where he comes back and he's like, ha ha ha, here's my evil plan. I know. And we then don't. maybe because they didn't want to, you know, like they haven't mentioned Kronos so far. Yeah. So they didn't want to like delve into the, maybe like they didn't want to delve into the Kronos thing that like Kronos is the reason Luke is doing this. So like they were like, oh, it'd be easiest if we brought him back from the fucking dead. <laughs> It's just yeah. the biggest problem with this movie, I think, is that it does it tries to do too much course correcting. It's like, yeah. okay, so yeah, we we true. we wrote a completely different movie for the first one, but now we have to make this make sense. But we didn't include yeah. any of the details that were important. Yeah. Very odd. <laughs> this is a minor detail, but why is the Camp Half-Blood like flag sigil a trident? Yeah, Percy gets enough attention. He doesn't, he doesn't need this. Like, he will, his ego will he, inflate. Before he came, there weren't even any children of Poseidon. I know. Annoying. So honestly, like Clarice's angst makes sense. <laughs> like if they're gonna completely remake the symbol for this kid that just got there, like I'd be a little bitter. I know. They, it just makes Percy and Annabeth seem like such more annoying people i agree and like I, percy and annabeth are a little bit annoying but they're redeemable and i feel like in these movies yeah. they're just straight up not redeemable. they're not like, they're, they're just uh, annoying like high-key obnoxious yeah, yeah but like the details that made them not obnoxious were taken out of the script so it's like they just look like privileged little yeah so it's like why are they this way oh and then grover is still very horny in this book <laughs> In this book, in this movie. Yeah. It was very notable. Very funny, yeah. Oh, the Oracle. Yeah, first, they also said we need to include the Oracle in this At first, oh, I was why. like, oh, the Oracle, like, that design is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then the stained glass window, like, that, that, the animation of that is cool. Yeah. And then she starts saying the prophecy, and I'm like, what? Yeah. But also, why is the oracle like providing the exposition? Yeah. She's just supposed to say prophecy and leave. True. <laughs> That's really funny. They were like, we'll dump this on you. <laughs> like, you can take care of it. 
they had just so much that they had had to they're like oh, i made we made so many mistakes that we now have to fix. like clean up after yeah yeah I've had a grand idea. Oh, this part was funny. I was going to say, oh, that transition where he's like. <laughs> uh, like where, where he's like, this is a yeah. stupid idea. And then he's like, I am a genius. <laughs> <laughs> it was that I really genuinely like laughed out loud during that. It was very. So funny. did I. I mean, he also had a really great line. I, I think I think it was during this bit where he was like, um, we. I mean, you'll get to it in the captions, but it was like, oh yeah, it, it was it was like right after this, um, where he was like, yeah, it must be a say or no no no, I don't know. He had this like, <laughs> really great line that was like beautifully written, stood out so much, did not match with the rest of this script, <laughs> but it was like so inspiring. It was like a real war cry, and I was like, I don't. I mean, good for him, but, like, where's the rest of it? <laughs> <laughs> good for him, but why is this happening? <laughs> yeah. Also, what the fuck is the Seder thing? Where they're like, you oh, must be so accompanied dumb. by a Seder that will lead you to the Golden Fleece because we I need mean, a Seder to find it. It wasn't, like, the most... In my opinion, that wasn't the most, like far out thing they could have done it, it, it wasn't because, but like, what was striking are... was they they introduced this other satyr yeah and then we never weird. see him but again satyr <laughs> it's weird that we never see him again I, I, when i watched it i was like oh well satyrs are like protectors like i can kind of get why they did that you know that like that is like the the idea of satyrs it's not really like a requirement that they have to come on quest but like i get why they did it and then he's just like dropped <laughs> never yeah <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, he got eight. He got. They all got eight, but we'll talk about. True. Oh, uh, I there's this moment where he's like talking to the sword, and he's just like, "Cursed blade shall reap, cursed blade shall reap." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that like, that was the like. There's a lot of bad dialogue in this movie, but that was the worst. That was so bad. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we don't have to repeat it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Repetition does not make something more true. <laughs> or oh, powerful. True. You're right. Oh, my God. Very funny. Okay. I do have to say, there's another funny moment. Okay, there are actually were a couple of funny moments in this movie. Yeah. And when Tyson has, like, the bag full of, like, I don't know what the fuck is in this bag. <laughs> like, a bunch of tin cans or something. But they're like trying to be quiet. He drops them and they run away later and they're all running away really quietly. And he's behind like, shoot, 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 shoot. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <sighs> uh, and and the best being Cyclops racist. Yeah, gross. They really uh, like, hammed that up for no reason. I know. Really and also it like came out of nowhere. Cause like at first I was like, oh, she's really not being too bad. And then it was like, Oh my god, it was like aggressive and I was like, It's oh. almost worse in this movie because the the whole sprayable mist thing feels really awful. That's like, pepper, that's really like, awful. That's pepper spray. That's so bad. That's so so bad. Like the exact message like it was like oh, you're gay but like you have to tell everyone you're straight. It's like they're putting Tyson in the closet. Yeah, no, it was literally like cover yourself up. Like no, it was like oh, oh, uh-uh. No, don't like it. 
That made me very uncomfy. Me too. But I also feel like he looks better with two eyes, so. She's so a, I'm to very be shallow. But like, like, for me, <laughs> also this little Ganymede bit. <laughs> so fun. I love how they just dropped that in. It was like really weird. They didn't need context like or very, reason. Yeah. They said only real ones get it. The fact that Yvette Nicole Brown. I was going to say that. <laughs> was one of the, oh my God. I, cause I didn't like, I don't think I recognized her the first times I watched it. But this time, like, I just recently watched Community. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, surely. <laughs> I know. I, I really, the second she came on screen, I was like, wait, is that, is that yeah. Yvette Nicole Brown? And then I, I looked it up and I was like, yeah. it is Yvette Nicole Brown. I had, like, Googled the cast beforehand because I wanted to know if, um, if, oh, I'm a terrible person. What's his name? <gasps> oh, no, I'm awful. John um, Dean, I don't know. No, 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 Poseidon. Um, oh, I, I wanted don't. to know if he was the guy from Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, yeah. I because I <laughs> to our listeners, he's, he's not I, in this movie. I know it's so sad because I I just started watching Grey's Anatomy like last month, and I was like, oh, now that I know who, oh, Kevin McKidd or something. Um, I thought it might be very You're really wrong. asking like the two wrong people. It's yeah, true. I have no idea. It's true. But, but like, Poseidon, like, I wanted to know if Poseidon was in this one because I was like, oh, I get to see him in a new light now. And, like, the answer was no, and I was just very sad. But, like, when I was looking at the cast, I was like, oh, my God, hi. And then when she appeared in the car, I was like, hi. Like, I was I was very excited to see her. I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's a Medusa bobblehead on <gasps> the dashboard. I did see that. I did see that. I don't remember that. That's funny, though. It was very... Honestly, this cab scene is kind of fun. It is really fun. I like it a lot. It is. I think we talked about that, that we didn't mind this scene. Yeah. They did they did well. I don't I don't know what what he says in this scene, but um in my notes I have in all caps why Grover Horny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But remember. it's after the cab An scene. important question. <laughs> That's always <laughs> huh. yeah. I feel like we always ask him that question. Also, so they have this like it's uh I wrote down what oh siren coffee, which which is just a really loose play on Starbucks because Starbucks symbol is a siren. Yeah. Oh yeah, just to keep laughing. But then, but then, why no monster donut? Exactly. I was like, it's just a a pathetic nod to monster donuts. If if you have coffee shop, why no monster? Yeah. If coffee shop, why no monster donut? <laughs> Maybe they were trying to make it like more appealing to like the current like. Haha, Starbucks, you all because like that, what year, right? What, what year did this movie come out? 2013. Um, 2013. Yeah, that feels about right. That's probably when, like, Bethany Modo was hyping out Starbucks. Oh, girl, it was. True, it, it was. was. <laughs> but also, like, I would love to go to a donut shop. I would love to see a donut shop in every movie I watch. And then we have Chris Rodriguez again. They're like, was that Chris Rodriguez? <laughs> And they're like, yeah, I think it was Chris Rodriguez. Such an like, integral part of this movie. Yeah. And like, we get his full name every time too. Yeah. <laughs> what is their teleport device? I don't. Yeah, not a clue. Like, what a very convenient plot device. True. They and really then, said, "I don't know how to write my way out of this one, so give them a teleport." True. <laughs> and then there's Castle. I know. So funny when he came. Like Nathan Fillion 
You don't. You didn't need to do this. Yeah, like, what are you doing here? Listen, you have so much money. Paul. I was thinking when you mentioned Yvette Nicole Brown. Anyone in this movies, in these movies that I see, like, if you need a check, <laughs> get the check. Like, I'm sure these movies paid you oh, I agree. so much money. Oh, that's true. I agree, and also like, it's sometimes fun to act in a fantasy movie. I bet. So like, I don't doubt that like he was probably like this would be fun. You know what was really funny that I don't I did only got because I was watching this with my dad. He says best TV show ever. So, of course, canceled, which is really funny because if you guys know the story of the show Firefly, which Nathan Fillion was in, I don't it was a really popular TV show that was canceled after the first season and it ends on like a huge cliffhanger. <gasps> and it That's like, so sad. It was one of those shows that they like tried to kill, like networks try to kill shows sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and and so they and they killed it and but it's insanely popular and they've never like <laughs> finished the show. Oh, that just means I can never watch it cuz I'd get so mad. I know my dad <laughs> keeps telling me that I would like it, but um I, I can't I can't watch a show that I know is going to end me on cliffhanger. Like no, do you yeah. guys remember uh, my baby series a vampire? I never watched that. Oh my god! You never watched Ava, that. I never that watched show, it. That show literally <laughs> defined my personality. I wanted to be. I wanted to either date or be anyone in that show. <laughs> like, I agree. Like literally, like Maybe I wanted watch to it. be. Uh, like I just. Oh my god. This just means I have to watch it now. You I do. wanted to be. It's what was dis- the main characters? What was Vanessa Morgan's I wanna character? S- Oh my god, I can't remember. I wanted to be her so uh, bad. Oh my god, she it's dated the cute one, tongue. and she was Ethan, really cool. Ethan's the name, Ethan, the name of the cute boy. Yeah, oh, I know. Man. And she dated the cute one. That's why I wanted. To What's be. her name? <laughs> oh my god, someone, someone DM us on, on Instagram. <laughs> someone DM us on Instagram. What is her name? Tweet at us. Tell us the name. Yeah, we will actually appreciate it so much because I have. Oh my god! Do a bonus episode of us just watching *Life of Vampire*. That show. No. Is incredible. Oh my god! Can we? <laughs> no. What a there, sad show to get a, killed by Disney. There's a movie and then two seasons of a TV show. That's not too much. Okay, maybe. But it ends on an insanely awful cliffhanger. Oh, then I'm not watching. <laughs> Ava, it's incredible. Mm. It is know. really incredible. Rainbow is so cool. Rainbow is so cool. I, I do like the CGI. I was going to say, there's a lot of, like, design stuff that is very yeah. good. That they clearly that's... spent all their money on. And, you know, where, where your see, priorities lie, They spent a okay. lot of money on the CGI. And then they couldn't afford a cruise ship? I like Why that. Why boat so small? I think it's cool. Why boat so small? <laughs> because he's, like... Like the whole point is he's supposed to have an army and a bunch of monsters on this yeah, yacht. Yeah, but it's, I like it's just it. a nice little yacht. It's not even a big yacht. Like there do be big yachts. It's a pretty big. Yacht. It's like size. It does have a brig. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I think it looks good. <laughs> so, proofs of the yacht. You all heard it here first. <laughs> and then we have a man- the Manticore in this. For it's no so reason. Ugly. It's ugly. It's there's no reason for it to be here. Oh no. But yeah. it's like an integral part of the film. Which is so weird. Also, Mm-mm. 
they're, they're, they name drop Selena Beauregard and Ethan and they, Nakamura. And they do her dirty. I'm like, my girl Selena did nothing wrong. She I agree. The, she fought on the good side. What are you doing tarnishing her name? So rude. Also, they're like, I did notice that it's like Ethan Nakamura and Chris Rodriguez. There's like, oh, those are two characters of color. And then they were both white. They were all white men. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we don't know about like Chris Rodriguez, but I, I just don't know the actor. Yeah, that's true. I We didn't but, get to see him enough, but we, he was name dropped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A little sus that like they were. Yeah. Also, what is Luke's plan in this movie? Because it's not clear. <laughs> he doesn't have Kronos to like explain what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Because in the in the the book, it's like, oh my god, this was his plan the whole time. He like poisoned the tree so we could get the fleece, but also unleashed Talia. But then in this, they're now like racing to get the fleece. So why did yeah. he poison the tree? Yeah. I mean, maybe he poisoned the tree before he knew they would have to race. Like, maybe his plan all along was, like, poison the tree. They don't know it. I get the fleece without them knowing. I think you're giving need a, it. Ava, I think you're giving way too much credit to these screenwriters. I am. <laughs> they don't deserve it. <laughs> <sighs> and then we have the most iconic moment of this movie. Excuse me? Don't walk on my roof. Oh, yeah, very Wait, fun. What That's are you doing? Fair. Don't walk on my roof. Don't walk on my roof. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I mean, I'll fight for the, you know, the obstacle course till I die. But yes, I agree. And then, oh, Percy is way too powerful. I know. Like, you can't give him a big ego and a lot of power. Actually, wait, maybe that is the way to go. But, like, he's so young. He's just, like, the amount of powerful. (laughs) The amount of powerful. Oh, my God. The amount of powerful. I love grammar. Uh. Yeah. And then... They're like, I set cops killed Talia, and that's why I can be racist. And it's like that's And they do it in front of Tyson too. Like Tyson, like they're pretending this 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 boat is so big. Yeah. I mean, that's just like that's like when people are like talking about a party that you are not invited to in front of you. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> so mean. And then Charybdis. I mean, Charybdis kind of a little bit badass though. Charybdis looks very cool, but then yeah. they get swallowed. Yeah, I also what a weird thing to add. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just one of those weird things. Like, with all the time you spent in the belly of Charybdis, um, we could have had Cersei. I know I missed Cersei, Cersei like, or the Sirens. Paid another so, actor. like, I think they give pro- actors work. So, like, they find Clarice. Like, with Confederates. Yeah. So maybe they didn't want to mention the Confederacy in a children's movie, and no, I understand they that. They do! Yeah. Oh they, my god, yeah! They I don't do. think they talk they're about like, it enough. They're like, they're Confederate soldiers. Yeah. Like, 
but they don't explain why Clarice is with them. I I don't think. I mean, like they yeah, like they, they it's not like do, but not well. Yeah, it's not like they were like, well, Aries made it happen. Also, she didn't choose this. Did any of you guys pick up on the fact? So there's this one zombie that they talk to a lot. Did you pick up on the fact that they named him Riordan? <laughs> Oh my god! No, no. they no. said it multiple times too. They named not him this. Riordan. Not this. Yes, <laughs> that's not funny. this. He's like an annoying Confederate soldier zombie, and they named him Riordan. I bet Rick like not this. I'm gonna hope that Rick wanted that. N- Rick Riordan has never didn't. seen these movies. Oh right. He was not involved with this Guys, at all. if we ever have the honor of talking to Rick Ryan... We, we have to tell him. him. We have to tell him. We gotta tell him. We need to make sure he knows. Oh, he, so there's gonna be a, a, a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's insane. Oh. I've never heard anyone talk about that. I've never heard it referenced. And then I was watching this scene, and they called him Riordan multiple times. They probably thought it was fun. But like I, I, Ava again, you're giving them too no, much no, credit. No, no, no I agree. I'm not like, done. No, I'm not done. They oh. probably thought it was fun, but that's a Confederate soldier. I was <laughs> like, that is a Confederate mistake. soldier zombie. Big mistake. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Very big Not mistake. Anything this. but this. <laughs> oh, uh, and the, how they get it out of the stomach makes no sense. Yeah. Also, That's not how boats really work. They really are just like, eh. That's not how boats work. They like yeah. poked a hole through through her side, and then the ship is significantly far underwater, and then it floats up. Yeah, it does. Boats are not. Boats like can't I don't do that. think your lungs work for that long. <sighs> oh, and then I like that his powers are just like to see lines. Yeah. I can see longitude and latitude lines. Let's go that way. Yeah. This is a very pretty sunset happening behind them as they approach Cersei land. What a big insult. Like, I feel bad for her. Like, having read the Madeline Miller book, like, I'm sorry, baby. Like, (laughs) they shouldn't have done you like this. And, like, the fact that it is an amusement park doesn't really play into anything. No, it really doesn't. Like, it's just, like, a a backdrop. Yeah. And then, what? I was just going to say, is there anything that isn't, like, just a backdrop? Like, is there anything of substance in this entire film, though? There isn't, because now we have reached an hour and 15 minutes into this film, and I feel like nothing's happened. I agree. There, like, you know, there are those movies that you just sit there and you watch them and you're like, I don't feel like I just watched a movie. Like, either because, like, not a lot happened in the plot or, like, no big dramatic moment or, like, the set was the same the whole time. But, like, there are some movies where you're like, I don't feel like I just consumed a movie. And, like, I feel like this is one of them. 
Like, they've been to so many different locations, and everything's looked very cool, but not a single character has done anything. Yeah. I don't know. And then we meet Polythemus. We do. And then he's gone. It's very fast. Polythemus has nothing to do with this book. Because without Grover, how the fuck does he have anything really to do? Like, he just wants his fleece, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, without A fleece that's not actually golden. I know. The audacity. (laughs) There was this moment where he was like, wait, you're a dude? And I was like, this feels so homophobic. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I do like... I feel like the Grover had like a, a construction paper eye taped to his forehead. Yeah. Funny. I like uh, it's so hard because I know we talked about this earlier, but like I like Grover being there because I like Grover. But it's so detrimental to the plot to not have that like key that they're searching for Grover. plot line. Yeah. Well see, yeah. that's that's what makes their quest redeemable. Like in yeah, the sea of Mon- I know that's because they're saying. not going. Yeah, they're not just what, going to save yeah, the camp. Neither. They're going to save Grover because they they believe that Clarice can say can save the fleece, but they know that she's not going to try to save Grover. Mostly, yeah. and also like Percy's empathy link with Grover is a big thing because Percy's like, I know exactly where he is, you know. So like that's why he feels entitled to go on the quest. But without that, he just seems annoying. Like, doesn't this Percy seem like really sexist? It just seems like there's something. Yes. Like, just and he's like too whole... old to be acting like that. That's yeah. like, there's immature moments in Percy's character because he's 14. And in this, he's just too old to be acting like this. The yeah, whole like... thing, like, I feel like Percy, like, like the person in this movie is like waiting to drop an issue. Like, I feel like, <laughs> like the whole thing with Leah Michelle, where like it was like revealed that she was racist, like, I'm not surprised because I was just waiting for her to like, for something like I like like I felt like there was an issue here like I felt like there was a problem there and like it finally came out and so I feel like with this Percy like he's hiding something and something's gonna come out Sea of Monsters per- <laughs> movie Percy is is your problematic fave <laughs> but like is you he don't though? know what's you no he's your problematic unfave like yeah he's just your problematic like that's <laughs> it <laughs> He is just your problematic. Percy, you're problematic. <laughs> uh, That's Jesus hilarious. Christ. Just anyway. waiting to drop an issue. <laughs> and That's then, oh my god, there's this moment where like Percy does like a cartwheel over Polythemus and steals the fleas. Wow. And I was like, where was this the entire movie? I know. Like suddenly I- you turn out like that. You know, I have that that issue with the whole Harry Potter universe, too, because here's the thing. If Voldemort has that much power, he could just go to Hogwarts on any given day and, like, destroy the place. And and he doesn't. Oh, like, with the movies? I mean, kind of. Just, like, just like the... Like, it's a weird thing I, I think about with, like, fantasy and sci-fi stuff. Like, if this entity has so much power, why don't they use it, and why do they make it hard for themselves? Oh, like, yeah. I get that it's the plot. <laughs> There's a part of me that's like, you could really just be one and done with it. Like, yeah, wait, this could be so much easier for you. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, but but then for this, it's like the protagonist. Like if Percy, if you <laughs> if you can do a cartwheel, I mean, is he the protagonist? <laughs> like if he's a waiter. Um, I really think this this entire movie is about Clarice. She's the and protagonist, as, as it should be. As it should be. But like, I, why are we wasting time <laughs> with Percy and Annabeth? Yeah, Annabeth, who's just not in this movie. <laughs> I know. I honestly, I will go so far as to say that I think Percy and Annabeth are the antagonists of this movie. Let me say, <laughs> let me go Old into claims. Bold mm-hmm. claims. I have something to back it up. I have something to back it up. So, okay. in our Brayden, I remember we learned this in our FYS in our in our for our listeners in our first year seminar. Um, it was about plays, and um, so our professor taught us like new definitions of like protagonist and antagonist and protagonist was the character that had changed the most throughout the story or grown oh. the most. And the antagonist was the character that was the most sort of static and like stagnant, like the whole time. and like, didn't really change very much. I'll argue that Annabeth and Percy didn't change much. I agree. Throughout the whole movie. I and I think, and I think Clarice changed. I think she got more, she got less bitter and she got more like brave um, in a not spontaneous way. I don't know. I just think like it might be true. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Also, they trap Polythemus in this cave with a boulder. Yeah. But why can't he just move it? I, that's another thing. I He's feel like so he big. could. Boulder's Polythemus so is just like all talk. <laughs> And then Tyson's dead. Yeah. Yeah. In a very unearned way. And then Percy goes, I never called him brother. I've never called my brother's brother. I don't know, siblings. Go call your brother's brother right now. Like, I love you, brother. <laughs> Thank you. Don't call me. Brother. Brother. Love you, sister. She would be like, <laughs> <laughs> she would be so alarmed. Like, oh, people don't talk like that. Yeah. And then they vote Percy. They're like, Percy, you can save us all. But why? <laughs> but why? But yeah, why? Like, he hasn't changed. He hasn't done anything. Why do you think he is capable of that? And they're like, we're all behind you. We trust you. And oh, what like, a good okay. shot. Oh, I, I would not trust this man. Yeah. Like, I would not trust this man with anything. Yeah. And then Kronos comes back because we needed that? We needed that now. Like, we couldn't have... (laughs) We couldn't have that as the plot for the whole fucking movie, which would make things make a lot more sense. We needed to talk about it right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, I... I agree. It wasn't even about this until, like, if you made that part of the movie, it would the rest of the movie, it would have been better. It would have. didn't talk about this and made Polythemus that battle last longer, the entire movie would have been better. Yeah. It could have been so much easier to make this movie a little better. It's so true. Like, what, if they were going to introduce Kronos, why did they wait until right now? I mean, because, like... so frustrating. And it's weird, because Luke talked about the, like, the coffin that he had. Um, he could have talked about it in the lightning thief. Like he could have yeah. really spoke about it in the lightning thief. Why did we wait until right now to bring I mean, up this important thing? He talked about it. Like I think when they were on his boat or something. Um, but he didn't say enough. Like, like to make it a thing, and like it didn't carry through. Like it was really odd. 
I agree. And then Kronos eat Luke. Yeah. Also, I just have an issue. Like, I feel like this set is so dark and it does nothing for... The... I agree. Like, yeah. Like, I, I feel like it would just be so much better if, like, the final battle... Like, I haven't... I don't know. I just have an issue with, like, the plot beginning, essentially, in the same place that, like, the final battle happens and everything ends. Mm-hmm. Because, like, basically, up until, like, when they get to this, like, weird dark amusement park, it's, like, not... Which, for some reason, is Cersei, even though it's where Polyphemus is. Yeah. Th- yeah, they're like, it's Cersei land. Uh, it's like, no. The Cyclops live there, and it's Polyphemus- all the demigods were eaten on opening day. Yeah. Very confusing. I don't know. Like, I just think they could have, like, gone somewhere else, and it could have been more exciting. But I don't know. I... I, I, I it's like if you're gonna use a, if you're gonna choose a setting, you have to use it. There has to be a reason why they're in an amusement yeah. park. It's not earned. The only time they do anything related to being an amusement park is their ride in to Polythemus's lair where they sing. <laughs> it's a small... Yeah. Oh my god! Stop. I was like, <sighs> I. That's when I gained. I like already had respect for movie Clarice, but when movie Clarice was like shut the fuck up you two <laughs> and I was like thank you because someone has had to say that to Percy and Annabeth this entire movie yeah it's true <sighs> nope <laughs> after we're all, not doing this <laughs> no. no okay I'm already annoyed <laughs> <laughs> by myself yes I know I realize <sighs> and, then, and then his sword magically has a power to kill Kronos because it was Poseidon's sword Oh, oh. Also, the yeah, fact that, like, they shouldn't be allowed to see him in his full form. Also, he's not done forming. I mean, that's why at the end they get this little thing. They're like, but is he gone? But is this the end? But, like, like I don't Probably I just, because this was a terrible movie and we won't get a, a another sequel. <laughs> but just in case we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, I know. They were like, we can't cut off this plot line just yet. <laughs> but also, we might have to. <laughs> yeah. I just think, like, it was just, like just like they can't see gods in their full form. Why could they see Kronos in his full form? You ask. Like, that's too, a you whole... ask too much of these screenwriters, Ava. Well, but the, no, that's a whole Titan. You know. Well, I guess yeah. they did see the gods in um in the last movie. You know. You know. <laughs> so that's just been an inconsistency from the beginning. And I think then this entire franchise has been an inconsistency. <laughs> I like I'm hesitant to call it a franchise. Yeah, just like I think that show. also yeah. gives it too much credit. It does. That's fair, actually. I think it's a movie that that people like don't like but like kind of are fond of for like cuz they grew up watching it and then the sequel to it. Yeah. yeah. Like I can still enjoy watching the first one even if I hate it. I enjoyed this one. I, I I have to say, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. I liked it, but with the full knowledge that, like, I didn't like it for traditional movie reasons. Yeah. I, I just really, thought it was fun to laugh at. Exactly. No. It was fun to laugh at. And I really did like seeing, like, the visual, like, manifestation of events in the book. Exactly. And also, like, 
like figuring out why one of my favorite characters is one of my favorite characters and then seeing her like kick ass this whole movie was very fun for me yeah huh. um also, I just found it, like, sorry you, go ahead. no you go i was saying like i found it strange that they changed so much because mm-hmm. you know like you can't fit an entire book into a movie i understand that you're gonna have to paraphrase um but at the end of the day i feel like they were trying to sell this movie to like a much wider audience than they should have assumed they had. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I feel like they were like, Oh, well we don't want to pander to just the kids who read the book. Like we want to like, cause like the book has some deeper things like Annabeth listening to the sirens and then swim. Like that has like deeper connotations to it. And they were like, yeah. it's just a fun action film for teens and like kids. Yeah. And I feel like you need to realize at the end of the day, like your prime market is people who read the book. I agree. So you do need to pander to them. And I feel like both of these movies were trying to like not pander to the fan base and like go away from the fan base and try and make it like a wider thing. Like this isn't just a book adaptation for nerds. We want to make it a cool action movie. And it's like, why did you do that? Like your primary people are going to be people who read the book. And the actual action in this movie sucks. True. It's so confusing to me. I try, I like, these are very different movies, but like I compare it to when they made a film of The Fault in Our Stars. Like, I, okay, we are going to have no John Green slander on any platform that I'm involved in. <laughs> All right, I will not talk. I love Actually, John no, Green. no, I really like John Green. Love John Green. No John Green slander made my personality. Anyways, um, <laughs> he, he just like, when they made a movie of The Fault in Our Stars, like, it was the book. They cut out some stuff because they had to, but like they included John Green in the process and like they basically made an adaptation of the book and they never, they didn't add any new events in there. They just omitted what they felt wasn't like necessary to make the movie um, a movie length, you know? Yeah. And like they could have pandered to a wider audience of like kids who didn't read and like, <laughs> who, like didn't want to read. Yeah. Like, did not read for fun because the Fault in Our Stars one exa- wasn't exactly like a an assigned book reading. Um, I was but it on worked my out because it was a good movie. Like it because the they Fault in Our Stars was the, the Fault in Our Stars was on my MCAS. The standardized testing for Massachusetts. I had <gasps> amazing. I wow. had an excerpt from but the, the Fault in Our Stars movie was good. Like it was I mean, an actually good movie. Yeah, it was because good. They tried I, to I agree. Say it, and they they could have pandered to like even like an it's. It's a teen book, but they could have even pandered to like an older teen, like early adult, like 18 to 22 audience, but they didn't because they knew that was not wise because the primary audience was like young teenagers reading the book. So they made it like a movie they would want to watch. And I don't know why they did not use the same strategy in making these movies. It's weird because I feel like the stars made mad money and like, (laughs) because I feel like the Faulkner stars, like it did it was more grounded. It did make more sense for people who didn't read the book. Like it did make more sense for people who are older with this movie. I feel like the, the producers were like fantasy. What do I do with this genre? (laughs) Like, what do I do with this? And like, it just went horribly wrong. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. (laughs) That was fun. Was it? Actually it was. (laughs) <laughs> it was fun oh. in a morbid kind of way it was fun in a morbid kind of way uh, so do we have 
offerings and votes off the island for this film. The final uh-huh. ones for the Sea of Monsters. I would like to not go first. <laughs> I would like to not. I would like offerings? to keep it on, please. God, I don't even know. I guess Clarice has I, I was to get say, one, right? I was going to say, mine is for Clarice. Hands down. Movie yes. Clarice came in clutch for me. Um, I wish yes, we had more did. of her, but like me when too. she was on screen, 10 out of 10. Yeah. I agree. I love her. Oh, we, we'll give one to Mr. D. Funny. I was gonna say that, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the two offerings that I want to make sure are given are to movie Clarice and Stanley Tucci. Because <laughs> Stanley Tucci not- did good with what he had. <laughs> he did. He did a fabulous job. I think he to be quite frank, I think he was the best actor in the movie. I agree. I agree. And so am I giving an offering for Dionysus or for Stanley Tucci? Well, okay. So oh, that's fair. <laughs> my offering breakdown. My offering breakdown is the character of movie Clarice and Stanley Tucci. <laughs> okay. Like a little 50-50. And then and then Neve, your your vote is Stanley Tucci. Yeah, I'll give can I do both? Like they're truly the only two that deserve it. Yeah. I will I will give you both so that I'll just like I'll give a half for each for each of you. <laughs> so it, okay. So in total, Clarice gets two and Stanley Tucci gets one. Nice. And in Stanley the end. Tucci. Have you he guys seen the SNL do- sketch called Tucci Gang? <laughs> I have. Yes, I, I have seen that. It's so funny to me. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> I was going to say, who do we vote off the island? All of them. All the rest. Um, Annabeth was just complete... Movie Annabeth is awful. Yeah. Movie Percy is an idiot. (laughs) Yeah. So, Neve's vote is for everyone but Clarice and Stanley Tucci. (laughs) Um, uh, Oh, the screenwriters. (laughs) That's my vote. Mine is is Percy. (laughs) Fair. Bad. Bad. <laughs> I'm surprised they got Sean Bean back. Did they? Yes, question mark. When was he in this movie? Well, when I looked up the cast, it said he was there. I don't remember him being there. Oh. <laughs> Maybe just his voice. Maybe. Like, did, oh. from the did, last did Zeus ever talk? I don't know. I can't remember, but like that's what I would think is maybe the most maybe there was a de- maybe there is a deleted scene. Yeah. And then that's it. We're done with the Sea of Monsters. That's the movie. Oh, and the book. And the book. We're all done. Closing the chapter. Do we want to hear how the offerings and votes panned out for this? I'd love to. <gasps> yeah. I all right. What should we want to hear first? What Let's do you start mean? with the bad. Yeah. Start with the bad. All right. Tied for last place, we have the screenwriters of the Sea of Monsters movie. Yes. Everyone but Clarice. And Stanley Tucci. And Stanley Tucci. Mean Bear. <laughs> Hephaestus. Teachers. In general. <laughs> Joe Bob. Smelly Gabe. Oh. Annabeth's dad. Clarice. And Dionysus. And then in fourth place, we have Ares with two. 
in third place, we have both Percy and Rick Riordan with three. (laughs) (laughs) And then tied for third, we have Luke, or tied for second, we have Luke, Polythemus, and Annabeth. Wow. (laughs) She deserves it. (laughs) And then the grand winner, who will officially be voted off the island for eternity, is Tantalus. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye. We would never want to see you again. (sighs) Very fun. But then our sweethearts of (laughs) this book, this this genre, Sea of Monsters. Yes. Uh, Tied in last place, we have Tempest. Yeah. Yes. Hermes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. Me too. Cersei. Yay. Yes. Iris. Mm-hmm. Queen. Mm-hmm. Sally. Yeah. And Queen. Stanley Tucci. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> and Amazing then, lineup. In fifth place, we have Chiron with one and a half. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were the half, Eva. Really? Was I not all of that? I feel like I'd be all of it. <laughs> I, I feel like you were the one and also the half. Okay, that makes sense. It's oh, probably I, two separate yeah. occasions. I do remember giving half and half for Clarice and Chiron once. Yes. Uh, Talia with two, even though she wasn't in this book. <laughs> That's credit to Neve, I think. She came in at the end and <laughs> she's a star. It, it wasn't even for the last chapter. <laughs> Um, in third place, tied with four, we have Percy, Grover, and Annabeth. Our golden trio oh. did okay, but not that good. Okay, I mean, Grover just wasn't in the book enough to truly. I'm get so surprised yeah. that Grover has four. We just he like was him. Not in this book. We just like him. Um, but Percy and Annabeth were just in. Oh, they redeemed themselves, but like this was I mean, a tough they, book for them we just Percy, wasn't, Percy wasn't too bad but it was a tough book for Annabeth them. completely evens out she has four votes off and four offerings She, That's it fair. makes sense it does and then the eternal question who won this book Clarice or Tyson Tyson Drumroll. oh <laughs> it's, it's not that exciting uh, okay. in second place we have Clarice yeah with seven yeah. That's okay. and then in first place our boy Tyson with ten and a half offerings. He's yes. so good. This book has eleven chapters. <laughs> no, oh ten, no, not eleven chapters. As ten episodes. <laughs> so what? <laughs> it's what he deserves. We love him. I'm proud of Clarice uh, for being number two. Also, I remember at the beginning of this book, you guys were like, "Ugh, Ava's gonna give an offering to Clarice every chapter because." She's the only one who likes her. And I'm like, no! <laughs> I right. <laughs> came out of this book really loving Clarice. As you should. She, Thank you. She has a great development. Welcome to my team. Um, <laughs> we have <laughs> Yes. All right. And that is all for this week, folks. And for this season. And for this book. And the Woo! concept. Yay! The concept. <laughs> the concept. That was the chapter. Next week, join us for the first episode of The Titan's Curse, where we will be discussing... We will be discussing chapter one. Oh my god, at last. 
my rescue operation goes very wrong, and chapter two, uh, the vice principal gets a missile launcher through the theme of duty. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms for at Return to Camp, and check out our Patreon and Redbubble store. Yay! Yay! Woo! I'm so excited for Titans. Me too. I think all of each of our favorite characters come in in this next. Book. Yeah, I yeah. agree. That's actually so true. Oh my god. Oh, I'm hyped. Yeah. Woo!